Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Reliably low prices, amazing selection, all the parts your car will ever need. You can find them at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today on today's show going to talk to you about the timeline that was Wednesday afternoon. For a minute, we thought baseball was coming back. Then we found out that it's really just an encouraging sign. I'm going to get to all of that here in just a minute. But before we do, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And follow the show at Locked On Reds on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and save that Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. All right, so Wednesday was interesting. Wednesday's afternoon was full of hope for like a minute and 45 seconds. John Heyman tweets out, and this is right around you know, 1.30 in the afternoon, breaking MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred and Players Union Chief Tony Clark had what's being called a productive meeting face-to-face in Arizona. Meeting was called at Manfred's request. He followed that up an hour later, about 2.30. Breaking MLB and Players Union are closing in on an agreement to play the 2020 season via players. Deal expected to be for prorated pay and includes expanded playoffs. So everyone went nuts. Everyone was loving it. They were eating it up, tweeting about it. I, of course, kind of, you know, poo-pooed on the fact that it took so long to get to this point. But then the water kind of got thrown on the fire. Jeff Passan tweets out, Major League Baseball has sent a new proposal to the Players Association, sources tell ESPN. No deal is done. But with Rob Manfred and Tony Clark having met, this is seen as significant progress, considering where the parties were just 48 hours ago. And then he tweets an hour later to reiterate, there is no agreement between Major League Baseball and the Players Association. MLB knows players must get full pro rata. League wants players to waive right to grieve. Expanded playoffs are part of this. Number of games is vital. Other issues, too. There is work to be done, but a pathway to a deal exists. So Wednesday is encouraging. Wednesday is brings back some hope. Wednesday was not the exact day that we're looking for in the return of baseball. There has been no agreement 
as of this recording. I'm recording it here at 10.38 p.m. on a Wednesday night. Now, there have been further updates on that. The The proposal was kind of well-received, although the players want to push back on the number of games in that proposal. There are 60 games that are proposed to happen. The players want more. They want closer to 80 Probably somewhere in the middle will be the interesting fact. As far as the details go, you pretty much know what the details are. I won't get into the number of dollars and all that stuff. But I do want to kind of air this out. Look, I know that I've been hard on Rob Mann for these last couple of days. Steve Offenbaker and I really laid into him yesterday. Austin Elmore and I talked about him on Monday. All this other stuff or Tuesday, not Monday, and he deserves every bit of it. But at the same token, I can't sit here and criticize him and then not give him credit for doing something good. He did something good by calling the meeting with Tony Clark. Reports from Joel Sherman at the New York Post are that Manfred called Tony Clark and flew all the way to Phoenix to talk to Tony Clark at his home. He came to Tony. He wants to get a deal done, hopefully, a deal happens. It sounds like there's still a little bit more hairiness to work through, but at least we're more hopeful today in the daily saga that is the changing of feelings with all of this than we were just 24 hours ago. And, and look, there's there's a reason that I focused in on this. There's a reason that while I said, I think it was like a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, that I had said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take my focus off that and look back on history and different things like that. There's a reason I've come back to this, and I'm going to expound on that here in just a minute. But before I do, I want to shout out to the sponsor of today's episode, Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com. They have every single part that your car could ever need. And the best part about it is you don't even need to know what that part is called. They've got this great user interface. You go to rockauto.com. They have a drop-down list on the left side of all the different brands of cars. Then you click on your brand, you find your make, you find your year, you find your model, all that good stuff. And then it drops down a list of parts. If you've got a general idea of where the part is on your car, you can find it on rockauto.com. You don't have to be a mechanic to understand how to order the right part. And the best part is you know you're getting a good price. They get the best prices in the industry. And like they always say, all the parts your car will ever need. Head over to rockauto.com. And when you're checking out in the where did you hear about us section, type in locked on. That's rockauto.com for all the parts your car will ever need. Also sponsoring today's podcast is Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a variety of flavors, all of which are amazing. Pineapple, a pineapple upside down cake, coconut chocolate, just a few of my favorites. If you're into the flavors that have like nuts in them and stuff like that, they've got banana nut bread. They've got peanut butter chocolate. You can get a Reese's Cup type bar but a protein bar that's healthy for you, made by Built Bar. They're very healthy for you. If you if you can think of probably Cliff Bar is be the first one that comes to my mind. Half the calories, seven times less the sugar, and seven times less the carbs of a Cliff Bar. 
And if you're also like me and you do Weight Watchers, only three points for a Built Bar. A very nice snack that is very health-friendly to you. You should check him out. Go to BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code Locked On for $10 off your first order. And this week they are doing a sale of up to 50% off everything on the website. That's BuiltBar.com. 50% off sale, up to 50% off sale, and $10 off your first order with the promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Check out Built Bar today. You won't be disappointed. All right, so let me let me frame this because I, I yesterday the English Premier League soccer came back. I'm, I'm sure they probably don't call it soccer. They, I mean, I know they call it football, but that was back on television. I also watched some Italian soccer because, guys, I really want to watch some live sports. I'm really pining for this stuff right now, and it hit me. I'm just missing baseball. I'm excited for the rest of the sports to come back. I know the MLS and FC Cincinnati, they're coming back at the beginning of July. Looking a lot, uh, looking really forward to that. Uh, at some point, hockey and baseball, or hockey and basketball will be back. But every time I watch a game that's not baseball, it makes me think, boy, I wish I was watching baseball. And it's, it, it's a text message from our buddy, down in Jacksonville, Risto, who made me think of this. Risto says this, My favorite Reds memory hasn't changed in 44 years. The 1976 NLCS Game 3. Bottom of the ninth, this inning had everything a Reds fan could want. A come-from-behind rally. Lineup and strategy by Sparky. Back-to-back home runs by Bench and Foster. An intentional walk to Pete Rose and a perfect bunt by Armbrister, and a clutch hit by Griffey. Scores Concepcion, wins the game, three, sweeps the Phillies, and sends the Reds to the World Series for the second year in a row. Everyone in my section of the green seats behind first base and the whole stadium went nuts, myself included. Thanks, Risto. I appreciate the text message. And that's the thing. We, we remember, and that's why I was looking back at history, looking back on 2012, things that I love about the Reds because we love our Reds. We, we miss baseball, man. If you're like me, you're listening to this podcast so you at least have some feeling of missing the Reds. And when I was watching the Premier League, I was thinking, boy, the, the fans and the game that I was watching at the end was uh, Manchester City versus Arsenal. And I, I can only imagine what those fans were thinking, how happy they were to at least have their team back on the screen. And that is why I have focused in so hard. That is why I have projected my frustration onto this podcast this week because I cannot wait to get baseball back. And it feels as though this whole time we've been working toward an end in which we get baseball. I'm still a little worried that we might not get it, but I'm still hopeful that we will. The problem is I don't see the end that I thought we were going to get. And then you had Rob Manfred wanting to work with Tony Clark and getting it all done, and we're still working out the details. We're still waiting. It feels like they're close. It feels like they're getting there, but they're not exactly there yet. So here we sit, thinking about our favorite memories of the Reds. And I, and I look back on Risto's memory of the Big Red Machine. And man, 
I envy that because I did not get to experience that. I was born some years after that, but I, I didn't get to experience that. And it feels like, I'm not going to say that the Reds were about to turn into the Big Red Machine 2.0, but it feels like the Reds were starting to move toward a successful phase in franchise history, that this was going to be the year that begins success for hopefully a number of years to follow. They have gone out. They've made all these moves. They brought in these guys. We've set up a nice roster. Let's get to playing baseball. <laughs> Hang on. Here's a global pandemic. No baseball for you. Now, when it comes time that we're close to getting our favorite sport back and seeing our favorite team out on the field, hopefully beginning a season of winning, we're stopped. We're stymied. We're, we're held up by these weird negotiations that we want to take sides because we're fans. We want to root for somebody. Some people are rooting for the owners. I don't know under, I don't know why you would do that. Some people are rooting for the players. Some people are just like, you know what, whatever. Give me baseball, man. I want to see baseball. And, and, and whenever they finally announce whatever the season's going to be, it's going to be shorter. Just be ready for that. It's going to be like 60 to 70, maybe 75 at most games. And that's what we're getting. And then there'll be playoffs. And you know what? I've heard this throughout Cincinnati Talk Radio about the, well, what if the Reds won the World Series and people want to put an asterisk by it? Let them. I'll debate it till the end of time if the Reds are successful enough to win a championship in this shortened season. I'll debate it till the end of time, the legitimacy of it. Because you know what? They're going to get a ring. They're going to get a trophy. It's going to be fun. That doesn't happen if for some reason this whole thing gets nipped in the bud. If this whole thing gets nipped in the bud, then we're talking about Trevor Bauer as a free agent. We're wondering if Nick Castellanos opts out. Pedro Strope is a free agent. Those three guys never got to play. Well, t Trevor Bauer pitched a little bit, but he pitched badly in 2019. But they never got to play in a Reds uniform in 2020. A team that will forever be remembered as the what-if team. The all-time what-if team in Reds franchise history if we don't get a season. That's why I've been so locked in on this. That's why I haven't wavered from projecting my frustration onto the podcast. That's why I haven't come up with a different, oh, hey, let's look back at this fun time in Reds history or let's evaluate this guy ahead of the 2020 season and see what we think he could be. Number one, because we're not sure what the 2020 season is going to look like. But number two, because I have been wanting this season so bad. And hopefully here, hopefully tomorrow, hopefully on tomorrow's podcast, and maybe we'll even have an emergency podcast talking about the return of baseball. I pray for that. I hope for that. I want that to be true more than anything that I can think of right now, unless somebody wants to bring me like a million steaks and a million bottles of bourbon. But it, I, that's not going to happen. I mean, we're going to get baseball. I, that's what I'm hoping. I just can't wait for that announcement to come shout out to Risto for sending me that memory if, if you guys got a favorite Reds memory something that you're looking back on and you're wishing that the Reds could replicate this year and hopefully next year and hopefully we're not talking about what if in 2022 hopefully we're talking about Reds baseball until the end of time what do you want to see replicated a favorite successful memory we've been talking about memories so much through this hiatus without baseball 
And, and I'm telling you, man, I envy the English soccer fans that got to see their teams play today, that are getting to see their teams play as they continue their season that was suspended whenever the pandemic hit. They're, they're pumped up for games. They're tuning in at the, the designated kickoff time that they've got. We as Reds fans don't have that right now. We as Reds fans have frustration over what isn't and what we cannot see coming. We, we hope that the season is coming, but if you're like me and you're really trying to read the tea leaves and read the details, it's hard to see how this all gets worked out. The fact that Rob Manfred went to Phoenix to talk to Tony Clark, that is a huge step in my connect the dots mind and my reading the tea, reading between the lines, all that good stuff. I love that. They just got to come up with something that is feasible that both sides can agree on because it's not just Rob Manfred and Tony Clark. Those guys represent larger groups of people who have absolutely no trust in each other whatsoever. And that is where the nervousness lies. I'll be all over this on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's. And you can follow the show as well at Locked On Reds on all of the social media channels. And, uh, you know, make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast. We'll be talking about it. And whenever this announcement happens, boy, it's going to be a party. We're going to have some fun. We're going to start talking about what this season is going to look like. I just got chills thinking about it. I hope that happens, and I hope it happens here soon. Some are saying it could happen as early as this weekend. I hope they're right because we're running out of time for this decision. Stay tuned. Hopefully tomorrow we've got some good news. Make sure that uh, you are subscribed. I've already done all that. We're not going to do it again. Thanks so much for downloading and listening to today's episode. Thanks for being a listener of the podcast. I, I appreciate you guys so much. I wish that there was a scenario in which we could all meet at the ballpark this season. It's probably going to have to wait. Uh, definitely going to have to wait until 2021 and we can all meet together and just watch the Reds, man. That, that's all I want. That's all I want out of this. But thank you guys so much. Now tell your smart device to play Locked On Major League Baseball. Sully's got his takes on what's going on. You're not going to want to miss it because Sully knows his stuff. Check out Locked On Major League Baseball. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow here on the Locked On Reds podcast.